we are continuing the Chayadam in Klal Gimel. And Klal Gimel discusses where a person should not daven, uh, make sure it doesn't smell near you, make sure you can't see garbage, dirty garbage. Obviously, tzayi would be an issue. If you look in the halachas, the Chayadam mentions, and it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch as well, that a base hamerchat, a bathhouse, has the same din as like a bathroom, and a person should not daven and learn and think b'divetayra. There is one time where it does come up in halacha, which is our mikvahs. So one could argue that our mikvah has a din of a bathhouse. People take showers there, it's hot, and persons should not be able to daven in. Most people are not davening in the mikvah, but there are two times where you would make a bracha in the mikvah. First of all, women that go to the mikvah after being a nida, they say a bracha. Um, and the minigan Ashkenaz is to make the bracha in the mikvah itself. For some svarim, they'll make the bracha outside the room. But Minagashkanaz is to make the bracha in the mikvah itself. That's one time where we do it. Another time would be if someone uh, lives in a place where there's no kela mikvah and they're using the regular men's mikvah, assuming it's kosher, you have a kosher mikvah, they're using the men's mikvah to title their barbecue grills and their uh, forks, knives. So can they make a bracha in the mikvah room or do they have to make a bracha outside? So the truth is most mikvahs today, the showers are in a separate area, and therefore you don't have the same zuhama, the same uh, steam and smoke that they used to have in the mikvahs of, of years ago. And therefore most of the place can say that Afonis uh, Toivel and Kalem, as long as the mikvah is clean, it's a clean place, you'd be allowed to make a bracha as long as obviously everyone around you is dressed. If that's another issue, if people are not dressed, we'll discuss that in Klal Dalad. So Allah Lamaisa, you know, the typical mikvahs, you can make a bracha tilas kalim, and women do make a bracha, especially the minigan Ashkenaz, is to make a bracha in the mikvah itself. Okay, we're going to move on to, to halacha lamad zayin. So halacha lamad zayin brings down takanas Ezra. So takanas Ezra, Ezra HaSoifer was had ten takanas that he was misaking, it's brought down in the Gemara Baba Kama. One of them became more famous, it's called Tvilas Ezra, that... Uh, when, uh, when a man is with his wife, so the next morning, before he goes to shul, before he davens, before he learns Torah, Ezra is masakin that he should go to the mikvah. The Mishnah and Brachas, which is after the times of Ezra, uh, brings it as a, a davar pashit. It's pashit. It says, Balkari uh, cannot read Kriyashma. He has to be Mahara Baliba. He has to think about it. He cannot say the words of Kriyashma because of Takanas Ezra that he had to use the mikvah. What was the reason for the Takana? So the Gemara says, uh, so that Tamid Chacham should not be Mitsui and Eitzel and Nishasem and Gailam. Then it's like a deterrent that people should think before they're with their wives. They should not just, uh, shouldn't be an automatic thing. However, the Gemara relates that because of that, he had issues. One of two issues. Either people would be Mavatal from Puravu or from the Mitzvah of Oina. They would just not be with their wives because they didn't want to go find the mikvah the next day. Or you had people, on the other hand, would say, okay, no problem, but then they won't learn. They won't daven. So the Gemara says they were actually Mavatel Tfilas Ezra. Takonas Ezra was Mavatel, that one does not need to go to the mikvah. There's a Machlekes in the Mishayim, if the Takana was Mavatel only for Talmud Torah, that a person can learn even if he's a Balkari, or even a person is allowed to daven. Lehalacha Shulchan Aruch and all the Yachronim that we typically go by, they say Halacha Lemaisa, Takonas Ezra, Tfilas Ezra is batel. there's no Indian at all, and uh, don't even think about it. However, we know from the Hasidim, and if you look in the Mishabura Chayadam, they bring down that a Anshe Maise Noyagim Betakonazu. If you look at the end of Lamed Zayin, the Chayadam and Klal Gimel says that uh, 
People try to do it. If a person can't, he can't, but there is some type of Indian of doing this. Some of the Hasidim go every day so that people shouldn't know when exactly they're with their wives. Additionally, they go every day because of Taisevis Kedusha. A mikvah, if a mikvah can make a non-Jew into a Jew, so of course, you know, what could it do to a Jew? So obviously there's some type of Kedusha of going to a mikvah every day, and that's why many Hasidim go, and uh, they go every single day. Now, halacha. Let's say a person wants to be makbed on this, but he just doesn't want to go to the mikvah every day. It's, it's too complicated, it's expensive, it's uncomfortable, whatever the situation is. So many of the and the Hasidim, like they bring down, that if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara mentions another option. You see, when it comes to regular Tumah Tahara, there's only one option. You have to go to a mikvah. Now, there are different types of mikvahs. There's a maya and a spring. But there has to be a kosher mikvah. When it comes to Tfilas Ezra, the Gemara, on Dav Chavdez Amin Aleph, and Bracha says, there's another option. It's called Tisha Kabin. If someone has nine kabin, nine kabin of water poured on top of his head, on top of his body, then he's Yoytza Tfilas Ezra. So, the Min discusses, let's say a person wants to take a shower. Can you take a shower as your Tisha Kabin, as your nine Kabin of water, and that you'll fulfill the Takanas Ezra. So how much water is Tisha Kabin? So very simple math. So let's assume a Revius, you know, this comes up Pesach time, everybody's busy trying to get a Revius for Dal Koises, or let's say Shabbos morning, you're making Kiddush, you want to make sure you have a Revius of Schnapps to be out to the Mishabura. So how much is a Revius? So let's assume a Revius is three ounces, okay? Now a Revius means a quarter. A quarter of what? A revius means a revius of a lug. A quarter of a lug. So how many ounces in a lug? 12 ounces in a lug. Okay, now, a lug is a is a uh, quarter of a kav. A lug is a reva hakav. We know that from uh, Pitam Haktaris, right? So a kav is 48 ounces. So now, if I have each kav is 48 ounces, how many ounces in tisha kav and a nine kavim? 432 ounces. Okay, so how many, how much water is that? 432 fluid ounces of water. So it's about three and a third, a little bit more than 3.3 uh, gallons of water necessary to get to Shekavan. Now, how much water uh, does your shower give out? I have no clue. But you can look online, there, you can Google it, you'll see, depending on uh, your water pressure, it's a couple minutes, just a few minutes standing under the shower, standing under the water, you're right to your Tishakavan. So even if a person wants to be machmer, like the Anshe Maisa, you have an option. The option would be to to take a shower and it'll be yoyed to Tilas Ezra uh, with Tisha Kabin. Okay, now I'm going to skip to Chaye Adam, Klal Beis, uh, sorry, Chelek uh, Beis, Klal Ayantes, because it's Erev Yantif, and we'll discuss, you know, some of the halachas of Erev Yantif, specifically that they have to do with going to the mikvah. So the first part in Klal Ayantes, Halacha Aleph, he says, There's some type of Indian of going to the mikvah, Erev Yantif. What's this Indian? So, it's really a Gemara. The Gemara Roshana says, A person has to be matar himself for Yantif. Now, most of the Rishonim learn, that's because there was a Chiyav of Aliyah L'Regal. You had to go up to the base of Mikdash. And they're not going to allow you into the Azara unless you're Tar. So that's why you have a Chiyav to be matar L'Regal. Today, there's no Beis HaMikdash. Where are you going to go exactly? So what's the point of being Matar Atzim Regal? And therefore, halachically, most assume that there is no Chiv. But there is some type of Indian, as the B'chai Adam says, Zeichel HaMikdash, it's a Zeichel HaMikdash, Shayukoy Yisrael Mechoyov Matar Atzim Beregal. Leroy, it's a Beis HaMikdash. There's some type of Indian of 
of Zeich Lamikdash that we retire ourselves when it comes to Yantif. Similarly, on Shabbos, some have a, have this practice as well. It's brought down in Halacha and Simon Reish Samach. Many of the Achronim bring down. And, and Halacha Shabbos, that people should go to the Mikvah, Erev Shabbos, some type of uh, Indian of Zeich Lamikdash, of Taisevis Kedusha, of adding Kedusha to yourself. There is another similar uh, discussion when it comes to Yantif. The Halacha is from, from, from Ashkenazim. Pas, pas Yisrael, the need for Pas Yisrael is only a Chumrah. And most Paiskim from Ashkenaz will say, Pas Yisrael is, is not a need, it's a, it's a Chumrah Ba'alma, and we're, we're making on Pas Palter. So your typical commercial bread does not need to be Pas Yisrael. Your Arnold uh, burger buns are fine. However, the Mechaber, the Tor, and the Ramah all bring down that Aserisi Mechuva, we should be Machmir to only have uh, Pas Yisrael. So where's that coming from? The Yerushalmi says that people should live on a higher darga, have a, eat, eat, eat chulim b'tahara for seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So seven days, there's ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So the Torah writes, so we learn from there, that a person, uh, sorry, the Magad Ram writes, that we learn from there that a person would have to eat Pas Yisrael and Rosh Hashanah also. So Rosh Hashanah is two days, add another seven days, and that that's your... Uh, that's your seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The Magan Avram extends this to even include Shabbos, and he says the Yerushalmi is discussing when there was only one day Rosh Hashanah. So if you have one day Rosh Hashanah, and you have uh, your seven days in between, so obviously you're going to be keeping Shabbosim as well. So therefore, the Mishabura brings down, a person should to only eat Pas Yisrael when it comes to Shabbos, and the same would apply for Yantav as well, all in the same Indian as as uh, that we, we retire ourselves regal. This is all Musa the Hasidus, extra and Yanim. If one lives in a place where they cannot find cookies and challah and typical food that's Pas Yisrael, obviously one could be Makal, but there definitely is an Indian of eating only Pas Yisrael. Now the question is, this Indian of going to the mikvah, can a person use Tishikabin or do we need to actually go into a mikvah? So for some reason, I'm not sure exactly why this is so. I'm leaving it uh, for you to give me some answers. The Ramah brings down in Hilchas Yantif, in Hilchas uh, Rosh Hashanah, that if someone needs, Tisha Kabin would work as well. So again, if a person feels uncomfortable going to the mikvah, or it's too much too much of a schlep, he could definitely use Tisha Kabin, take his uh, three, three and a third gallon uh, shower, and he'll be yet to this Indian of going to the mikvah on Erev Yantav as well. My only question is, what does this have to do with Kedusha? What does it have to do with the real mikvah? It's not a real mikvah. And most, it's some type of Takanas Ezra. But what does that have to do with being Matar Asim Berego? So I'm leaving that out there. I do not have an answer to that question. Just one more point on Klal Ayan Tess. In Halacha Gimel, he brings down that Kiddush of Yantav is only Mitrabanan. He brings down that we say Shechianu. Now, even if you live in Chutz Laaretz, and we keep two days Yantif, if you say Shechianu on both nights, the only time we don't say Shechianu is on the seventh day of Pesach, because that's one that's one Yantif, you do not make a Shechianu then. The only time we need to have a Shechianu fruit on the table is the second night of Rosh Hashanah, but all the other uh, Yom Taivim, there's no need to have you know fruits on the table, uh, Shechianu fruit. We still make a Shechianu second night of Yantif, it's a Din Vaday, this is how we are noyeg in Chosarot, so we keep two days in Yantav. One more point, which is interesting, is that, let's say a person didn't say Shechiyonu the first night, he would he still has to say Shechiyonu. At some point in Yantav, he should still say Shechiyonu. So many times a person has, uh, 
he invites someone over, a Kirov or a family member that doesn't keep typically keep halacha. So when they come to you for Yantif, assuming they didn't make a Shechianu, so you should tell them you can still make a Shechianu now, even though you didn't say Kiddush. You can say Shechianu because you have a Chiv to say Shechianu on the Yantif. Okay, we'll continue, Mirtashem, after, uh, after Shavuos.